0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in.
2: Just as always, always, always. 165 episodes. We had no signs of slowing down. Jesus Christ! You know, I think about all the the life that we live together and apart. We haven't even cracked the iceberg yet. We haven't even cracked. No,
3: still, we Haven't even cracked the ice
2: yet. You know that in the polar ice cap where they have an agricultural. Little cell. They have a bunch of seeds, like a seed bank.
3: Oh, seed vault! I love the seed vault. Seed vault.
2: Great name for. A I band. made a
3: seed vault reference to my entire staff a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the situation was, whereas <laughs> I had to stand there in front of a bunch of people and say, "We are the seed vault." But uh, it happened. I'm a great boss. You're. Better, I'm a
2: great boss. You're better than me in these meetings. I say things like "going in dry," so
3: I, I, I do that shit too. Though <laughs> I'm, I'm like. <laughs> I'm not great at running meetings. That's for sure. I hate it because it's all nonsense and nobody's going to remember. And then you have
2: to do a bunch of follow up anyway.
3: Yep. After we're done with this podcast, I gotta grab my uh, grab my oh. MacBook and and do some follow up.
2: Wow. I ca- I can't wait. Yeah, I have to my uh, in my fucking socialist nightmare fucking nonprofit job. I have to uh, create a, a journal, a ad journal for an event we have coming up tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to be great. So I Did you just not do it? Burning the midnight oil. No, they, this guy just got old. All the ads keep trickling in, and people are like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. That's so why I have to constantly change and revise and everything else, and two days over, two days late on the deadline. Great. Right. It's great. It's awesome. It's really like probably the most perfect thing ever happening in my life. You know, I sit back and think about life, and I could wonder what went wrong. But I already know, so I can only look forward and uh, wake up every morning with a smile on my face because the alternative is death.
3: <laughs> Thank you. That is true. This, this is a binary thing.
2: Thank you. That was my <laughs> that was my Henry Rollins esque uh, podcast. Uh, meaning meaningful podcast, I guess you could say. That's just what I'm doing right now.
3: So, I heard something from Gary Leboisier uh, about Crossgates Mall. <laughs> right off the bat. Where he the said, path. there were a couple problems in the past with unruly teens, but that seems to have been solved. Oh, boy. Is that true, as a resident of the mall? As a resident of the mall? As the president of the mall. Oh. <laughs> I thought he said as a resident of the mall. I I, like, well, I asked you as a resident, and then I opted to fucking no, escalate the game I further, and I nominated seen you these for president.
2: Fucking, uh, you know, remember the movie Over the Edge? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've never. If if you have, I'm not. You know, not going to be. It's a fucking forty year old movie. Almost. I'm not going to do any. Spo- it's not like I'm spoiling anything. Anyway. But it's a movie where the children take over. And they're all, all the adults are having a meeting in the school and then the children take over because there's no supervision and it's supposed to be a commentary on how rock music is ruining kids or whatever. But this is what people
3: think the mall is. Does this have a different name? I feel like I'm thinking of a different movie. Is it called Over the Edge? Yeah, it's called... and I think I'm thinking of, fuck.
2: Well, the only thing I can, (laughs) the only thing I can really do is find the trailer for it. Yeah, perfect. And we'll we'll find out together, hopefully. Um... While a, you do
3: that, I'm going to ask you the question, are you familiar with the movie The Edge? I'm not, actually. Really good movie. I like it a lot. It's, um, there's, an any time self-defense would go out on the road, Patrick, Patrick or I always had this similar pool of movies that we would pull quotes from that nobody <laughs> else would get. Uh, and The Edge is always one of them. Um... So it's uh Anthony Hopkins and um what the fuck's his name? Uh, Tom uh Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock. Um <laughs> Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. And um Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock. One of the guys from Lost, I forget his, uh Harold Perrineau. They are in Alaska and they're in a plane crash and they are they've got to get back to civilization because of course they survive a plane crash. It's it's <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um sure. So, but they're being stalked by a bear the whole time. Which, uh, fun fact, that bear is the same bear actor as the bear from The Great Outdoors, the uh, <laughs> seminal John Candy movie. Is um, <laughs> it John Lithgow in costume. It's, <laughs> it's John Lithgow. John in Lithgow costume. doing some side work. Um, but so so you know, I mean, that's that's the movie. I love it. I think it's it's great. But um, they they just released a movie that is, I like straight up. The Edge, like it's just the same fucking movie, but it's with uh, Idris Elba and that fucking woman from Titanic, whose name escapes me. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Whoa, he's a fucking literally just like if Alec Baldwin and fucking um, Hannibal Lecter just like pulled each other off. Well, in, we, in the jungle for warmth, you know, like that's that is the entirety that, that's the entire twist is like, but they fuck I have a great question
2: that arises from that. You and I are great. friends,
3: right? Uh, yeah, so sure. we're driving Do you want
2: just oh, driving fuck. home? <laughs>
3: fuck. Why did I say yes? I should have been yeah, like no find that movie
2: trailer We've gone to I found it Twitter to go, but I have a question for you You and I decide while you're up here. We decide to go to um, the Clark Museum in Williamstown, Massachusetts it's unlikely. But stick with me, pal. Uh so we go. It's a little the skies look a little overcast. It's fine. Go out, have a great time. No problem. We see the Picasso. I weep. It's fine. We get some we get we get a late lunch at Subway. Stick with me. Then we go back. But uh uh we have to drive over to the mountains back to Troy. And the roads get icy and we crash. Oh shit No cell service We have to spend the night together Would we tug each other off to survive?
4: I mean,
3: yeah, we want to survive, right? Yeah, like if it got really dire
2: Like, oh my god Like, a, like we think we're sad because we have jackets and shit You know, but we're not I... Let's So see here's
3: CD are, are we in your car or are we in my car? Uh, we are in your car Okay, well then we're good because I've got an entire backpack in the trunk that's like full of like emergency blankets and knives and fucking like emergency rations and water Fuck. and like flashlights with seatbelt cutters. Uh, I shit you not, this is real. This is actually in my <laughs> car. Um, crash, crash, hit. So yeah, I got. I have the like the full on like we'd be good for weeks. Uh, like, they'd find us. We'd have like a hut built and be wearing animal skins. It'd be, we'd look like the end of spies like us. <laughs> uh, so there'd be, as long as we're in my car, I've got the anti tug each other off kit and uh, <laughs> and we're good.
2: You know what? I, 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 I will never doubt you again. You know, and when, when the news comes, when the news van comes and says, How'd you guys survive? It's like, you know, honestly, we were about to tug each other off and, uh, I'll tell him my name's Terry Swire, of course. Of course. We are going to tug each other off, and uh, thankfully Andrew had a kit. And we market kits, and we make money. Just like Jim and Tammy Perfect. Faye Baker market the end-of-the-world kit to old men like my father, who's like, it hey, might not be a bad idea.
3: Yeah, now you, we got the fucking the anti-tug kit. the Anti-tug kit. It gets me to, to think. Like, think about, like, a horrible situation. Think about, like, Verdun in the First World War. Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah. Oh, Unbelievably terrible, like, just shells raining all over you, people, like, without limbs. Like, you, you try and run to take the next trench, and you step in, like, the rotting chest cavity of the guy who went out the day before. You know, like... Because they That kind the of trenches. fucking awful shit. They
2: line the they trenches just put, with bodies and boards.
3: Yeah, they would just put fucking, like, plywood over bodies, and you'd be, like, stepping on plywood. But no, that, like, when uh, the plywood gave, it's because it was somebody's skull just gave. Yeah, it's fine. Um, how many people... Under the threat of mustard gas seeping into the... The fucking... The trenches. We're tugging each other off. And we're done. You know, we could do
2: a whole... Po- a separate podcast on... Who's tugged each other off in what situations... In what wars. <laughs> you know... When... The American troops advanced to Way City... But... Uh, unfortunately, it was late in the day... And they had to uh, Establish a perimeter... And wait till morning. Um... Where the Vietnamese uh, doubled their numbers, and in the morning they call it the morning surprise. Um, were their men tugging each other off? I, undoubtedly. Like
3: you know, this what might looks be, like this is it. Ted offensive. What looks like this is it?
2: Looks like this mm-hmm. is it. I'm definitely taking a bullet today. No question. The odds are against us. At least, you, all at least you can do is tug me off.
3: I can take one shot or two today. depends yeah. <laughs> on uh, depends on how you're feeling.
2: <laughs> maybe something. Maybe a little bit more than just a tug. You know, it's my last day on Earth and all. You know, they get real like indignant when you're like, "No, fucking no! I'm going to survive." Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. You better start tugging, pal. You're not going to fucking survive. And then when the guy gets wounded, you walk by him and you're like, "Pah!" See. Should have fucking tugged off. I'm not going to tug you off now. Yeah, that's it. Now you got no hands. That's
3: it. Now, now what? You know? Oh, now now you want me to tug you off because you have no hands because you decided to fucking grab ordnance. Yeah, you decided decided Mm. to take
2: up arms. (laughs) When you could have, when you could have maybe spent ten minutes alone with me, (laughs) jerking me off. (laughs) You know? I mean, that's what military men, Romans, back to the Romans, did that together. And I don't think that it's against military code to be a warrior gladiator. And, you know, I'm, it's like, Andrew, I'm so, I can't fucking sleep because I'm so nervous about this offensive tomorrow. And, you know, one of the best ways to fall asleep when you can't really fall asleep is to
3: beat off just have have your fucking uh, your have have your fucking trench mate or your bunk mate or your cell mate or i Just fucking just tug you off, yeah. just fucking pull one out.
2: You know, we are a we're a tug positive podcast. It's true, which is a wild revelation, and I think more people should do it. Uh, more soldiers. Do we have any soldiers out there? Could you establish? Got
3: to be. A, it's got to be at least one, right? Yeah, I haven't looked at the map to see if we've like have any weird hits in like the fucking like a weird valley in Afghanistan or anything like that.
2: I, I looked at the analytics, and my like, god, this past month has been insane. Thank That's you, great, thank you for everybody. We have doubled our numbers. Thank you. I'll uh, take this opportunity to say uh, Patreon dot slash Overnight Drive real quick. No, no pressure. You can give a dollar, or you can give ten, or whatever, or nothing. But go, just check it out. See what you see. What's there? There's some content there that's uh, exclusive to podcast listeners and patreon subscribers and uh, everything else i'm not going to be like mark maron i'm not going to spend tw- literally 20 minutes Thank now you. on everything and i listened to him last night right i'm not i don't want to blow anybody up trying to come my guy's trying to make a dollar that's great but trying to work it in like yeah you know walter becker just died and i bet if he had stamps.com he'd still be alive
3: Ooh, like it's geez. like that
2: kind of segue and it's like i mean not not literally verbatim that but it's kind of feels like that <laughs> it feels that that would bad. actually
3: that'd be uh that'd be pretty bold yeah <laughs> even
2: like, though rest oh, in peace wow. rest in peace walter becker one of the greatest musicians ever um the druggy spirit of steely dan because he was i like how well, uh donald fagan uh right, right to the end is a very like a uh, shadowy kind of ornery figure his quote to the Associated Press was Well, Walter had his habits Which means heroin <laughs> Which means he died of heroin <laughs> People don't say habits About like, what, biting your fingernail? No, it's fucking <laughs> He's obviously on the poppy He's got the dough to be on the poppy He was obviously the poorest member of Steely Dan By a long shot <clears throat> And uh, Which I mean, you know, they're both touring He's still touring Donald Fagan's like, fuck it <laughs> I still have to make money <laughs> I still have to make make rent on my Upper West Side apartment. Um, I've ha-
3: I've I've been in that Upper West Side apartment as uh, as luck would have it. Yeah. I've uh, I've I've spent my time with Donald Fagan. and no, you do. that all that that checks the checks. Jug him off.
2: I tugged him off. Was he like down at the Lido? We welcome you. Um, <laughs> Walter Becker comes around the corner. He's like, tie tie someone. He's going to tie me off. Huh?
3: Huh? Walter Becker, the fucking Sean duty of Steely yeah, Dan, Walter looking Becker. at him right now.
2: <laughs> Walter Becker lives with Donald Fagan, much
3: like our situation in the future,
2: where you have all the money and I have all the laughs, I guess. <laughs> the memories that I'm living with you prevent me from being on the skids. You see, it's a joke, but in five years, we're going to laugh out loud because it's actually going to be the situation. Yeah. Yeah, get ready. You, know, you better be buy a three-bedroom. All right, that's all I'm saying. All right. um, yeah, you better wake cool. up. You gotta wake up pretty early in the morning. So I'm gonna, and we're gonna run together. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be like oh, and buddies. Oh, that's great. Yeah,
3: gonna I try to get you to, I think, feel like every time you stay here, try and get you to run with me in the morning. It doesn't seem like it takes. Fuck no.
2: You're up, it's fucking, you're like up like the fucking, you're like J- Colonel
3: fucking Troutman. It's like crazy. You're like up, I'm up, I'm up.
2: Up, up doing
3: fucking like seal style pull ups in the doorway. However, I'm, uh,
2: uh, I uh, won't come out to my personal life, but I am in a situation where I feel like working out a lot
3: Yeah, you gotta you just gotta follow that fucking you gotta chase that rabbit. I do you gotta chase that dragon <laughs> I love chasing the dragon. You have to have your habit. So um, yeah,
2: it's uh, but it's um, yeah, it's uh chasing the dragon
3: <laughs> Let's
2: just fucking go to this trailer. God damn it Welcome to yeah. new granada
0: So is this actually called Over the Edge?
4: Yeah,
2: Over the Edge. It
4: has
0: safe streets, clean air,
4: good schools. It's a perfectly planned community. But something strange is happening. (laughs) Van Halen. (laughs) Something that wasn't to me like you all were in such a hopped up hurry to get out of the city to you turn your kids into exactly what you're trying to get away from something that could drive this town over the edge
0: you're to take these home to your parents is to let them know about a special emergency meeting mm-hmm. to discuss the problems about your people very good he's mm. a dead kid Many of us are willing to admit just how deep in trouble some of the kids in the city are. Tension is rising. You people talk about these kids like they're a bunch of animals. Tempers are raging. Your son and some of his friends are part of this. My son and his friends are part of this town.
4: Damn. Time is running out. And something
2: got to explode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, so the thing, obviously, the trailers are way too long in the '70s. So uh, apparently, it's cheap tricks fault.
3: Yeah, I, that actually sounds right. So like, this is driving me nuts. Like this, there's another movie. I mean, there's like been like there's, you know, there was a full like fucking youth gun wilds movies fucking movement. But there was one I was thinking of that I got confused with, and now I can't find it, and I'm on, like, a list of similar movies trying to <laughs> fucking come up with it, and it's not here, and it's driving me fucking nuts. I, I really s- wish I could call Chris Lawrence right now. He would know it off the top of his head.
2: Chris Lawrence. Saw him the other day. Great guy. Great.
3: great oh, Wild fan. in the Streets. That's what I'm thinking wow. of. <laughs>
2: okay, well, that pales in comparison... To uh, Over the Edge here Over the Edge Although the only thing That's missing in Over the Edge Is Charles Bronson That's true. Playing the uh, What would he My be My son
3: Danny Is a part of this community
2: No I think he'd be like The guy who shot The shot at the kids He'd be
3: like You're not going to ruin <laughs> New Granada
2: What
3: You'd be leaving <laughs> Cheap Trick another Death Wish Where it's the kids Take over It's like Footloose But halfway through Charles Bronson Starts shooting kids Yeah And then oh. it becomes Columbine starring Charles Bronson Oh it's so good
2: you little young, you little, what would he say? <clears throat> you little bastard! Bastard, definitely. You little bastards have gotten away with this for long enough. Now you're gonna. you, you ever taste steel before? No. You're gonna. Poor kids, like under their desk in the library, just <laughs> wants to survive. It takes it way too far. Like every kid is bad. He's like, sir, sir, please. <laughs> Believing? Debel- oh, actually, it's funny, and that is fucking funny. Because, it all comes full circle, the Columbine shooters uh, asked kids if they believe in God. And if they said yes, they shot them. That's true. So, damn. Charles, uh, well, taking damn, the page right. from our man's book, I don't know if they said you're going to meet him. But they did say, do you believe in God? <laughs> so, and then they, wow. then they blew their own heads off. So, I mean, you know, if you don't die for what you believe in. What's the point?
3: (laughs) What was it all for? What was it all for?
2: I mean, Columbine was a trip to watch.
3: I remember. Columbine was one of those things that... When 9-11 happened, I remember for the first, like... It was like a year. People were like, who could have ever expected that people would fly planes into buildings? But then when you go back, (laughs) they were going to do that. There was, like... It was, the idea was very much in public consciousness until it actually happened, and then everyone forgot, and right. was like, whoa, like, oh my god, there's forgot. a fucking, there's an issue of Wolverine where, like, an android that looks like him is trying to fly a plane into the Twin Towers. It's like, it was, it was very there. Anyway, it, it, it's, sorry, Columbine. <laughs> it's very there. We don't have to do a Columbine episode. It's fine.
2: Uh, you know, let's not remember the bad times. Let's remember the good times. Are you familiar with the Beach Boys? I, I am, Yeah. I found this. Yeah, that's awesome. In the
4: often rocky world of solid gold pop success, beach boy Mike Love is truly oh, a surfing survivor. I have lived a nice, upstanding lifestyle, I think, you know. One foundation of Mike's natural approach
2: he's to good life by the way. is his
4: hilltop hideaway, one of four homes. Every morning I meditate, but before I do that, I do what's called an avianga, which literally in Sanskrit means loving hands. In his surfing safari to the spiritual yeah. side, Mike gets daily hands-on experience. You do the self-administered massage, which really soothes not only the skin, <laughs> and just it nourishes the He's rubbing the skin. himself. Wouldn't it be he's, nice yeah, to he's, live he's, like he's, a rock star? It's, it soothes the nerves, mm-hmm. it moves the... What they call Ama in Sanskrit I call it cooties In an industry awash with heroes and villains It was rock and roll to the rescue The toxins, it moves the toxins out through the body And what happens through Ayurveda Is that you can actually Reverse the aging process He can hear music But not the wedding march For now it's just good timing Fun, fun, fun with a surfer girl On the way to becoming a multi-platinum hitmaker He had to ride some dangerous waves 49 but Jackie the lovely mother of Brian is 25 you see so I am a ladies man I met her she was a contestant in a beauty contest in, in, uh, in, in uh, Waikiki Beach Yeah.
2: God what a what, Whoa. scum Mike Love is, is Mike Love is the worst <laughs> Did you ever get into Mike Love <laughs> No, I hate the Beach Boys a lot. Beach Boys are up there with Chantilly Lace as, like, some of the worst music ever made. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. And I I mean, it's like, I remember when I did a talent show in elementary school, and they were doing Surf in the USA, and the record skipped, and I kept going, (laughs) like, with the record skipping while everyone else freaked out, and that's when I knew that I was made for the stage. And my mother (laughs) took a photo, I still have it.
3: Wow. I uh, In Cub Scouts, I did a talent show where we did the Beatles.
2: No, really? Oh, cool. No, yeah. oh, you have to out-fucking-fox yeah. me again.
3: No, not really. That's, it was, wasn't that great. What
2: song was it? Fucking Yellow Brick uh, Road. by Yellow Brick Road.
3: The fuck knows? Who. What song was
2: it? Crocodile Rock?
3: Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was Crocodile Rock. I love getting was, things uh, wrong on purpose. Purple Haze. Why does that
2: feel so good? Getting shit wrong on purpose, I love it. You know, history is just fucking agreed-upon nonsense. Ah, my God, history is agreed-upon nonsense. Write it down, fold it up, put it in your pocket, and remember it, because that is a very wise statement from Andrew, who isn't, hey, isn't always there for the wise statements, you know what I mean? Hey, uh, To shift gears a little bit, do you know that we were hit with some storms? Not we, but the United States...
3: Yeah, I, I caught some of this.
2: you know that people are in their most desperate times when: Yeah, I caught some of that. Yeah, and uh, Craigslist is hot. Now I searched on all of Craigslist. I searched <laughs> I searched Hurricane Sex: Place to stay."
3: Oh, very good. And good, good. I good. was
2: not disappointed. <clears throat> uh, these are all, most of these are from Florida, and most of these are awful. Mm-hmm. So buckle up. And uh, I will start with the first one. It's from a place called Loxahatchee. Not to be confused with Waxahatchee. It's called Hurricane Pussy Eating. <laughs> okay. Storms are, let's face it, storms are stressful. Any ladies want to relieve some stress? I will make you nut and no reciprocation needed. If you need a place to stay, that's chill too. I. What an opportunist scum.
3: Right, like... No reciprocation needed. However, you will be trapped inside my home <laughs> for the next seventy-two hours I love uh, it. with nine-one-one down. Yeah, I love it. With by the way, like nine-one-one's 9-1- not taking calls. Like they're fucking, they're telling you to fucking oh, take a number. My God, I love it.
2: I just love human nature. Like that's that's where your head goes. Like we, oh, we might we might be our last night on earth. So wouldn't you want to like blow a strange dick? <laughs> like not call your parents. <laughs> not maybe spend your last moments like you know cradling your pet or your significant other Oh my god, other.
3: Veronica, where are you? I'm at some man's house my, in fucking Loxahatchee. Yeah, I'm getting my pussy ate with no it's, reciprocation. It's, he's been at it for a long time. Yeah, it's not very good. I
2: hate the fucking I'm actually kind of devastated that this is the last thing I did on earth before I left and <laughs> went to went to artificial heaven. Not the heaven. I mean he did he promised to take me to heaven and he fucking failed completely.
3: Um, he brought me to western florida instead (laughs) he
2: brought me to to south jersey actually um here's another one come see you can guess how it's spelled weather the storm between my sheets hey do you need someone or somewhere to weather the storm with i'm looking for one all all caps woman to have an ongoing thing with what i'm thinking you can come over after the storm And we can get to know each other, and we can lay down, cuddle up, and kiss the night away by candlelight. No pressure to
3: have sex. Again, (laughs) trapped in this man's house for 72 hours.
2: Just intimate affection with a little naughty touching and rubbing. I like to call it nipple play. (laughs) So... Wow. And again, the storm is on its way. And, uh, you know, I could I could fucking drive north. I could go to the Red Cross shelter. Or I could have somebody play with my tits.
3: For hours.
2: I call it nipple play. I like how he says, I love it, and I call it nipple play.
3: I call it, I yeah, know. Like, I've got a weird <laughs> name for it. you ready? It doesn't seem like you're ready.
2: I love it, and I call it nipple play. Like, just going to let you know, I love it. I'm an attractive single-by-female with picks and seven inches. <laughs> well off, and I have all my own things. Wow. You have all your own things, huh? What? You, nothing on Render Center? Not, you know, you're good?
3: Yeah, no, you yeah, know, I, I own it all. It's like n- none of this is oh, loaned to mercif- me by my parents. Mercifully, here's Couch, one. Couch, I bought it. I only did Getting three coffee of coffee table, I bought it.
2: <laughs> I bought it. It's all mine. Uh, I only did three of these because they're ghastly. All right, and this one is called Hurricane Dick. <laughs> Lakewood, Florida. And it's a picture of an African American gentleman with a big penis, but he's also very fat. So we kind of, like, pleasure spiked with pain. is like, oh, you know, every woman's fantasy is to have a huge fucking cock, right?
3: <laughs> I'm a little late to the punch on this one, but thank you. So, uh,
2: every woman's fantasies have a big dick, but you also have a gigantic, unattractive fat man. So uh, I'm going to read this. And a bed that this person yeah. bought with cash money. It, the bed is in the picture, and it looks terrible. Oh, wow. It looks like he's in a motel. <laughs> but it yeah, also, but he owns it. Well, it also, yeah, it's his. He owns all some stuff. All right. It's uh, his his appeal. Uh, it's just something about all this weather coming today that's got me feeling a certain type of way. <laughs> I don't care about looks, race, weight, size, or anything like that. I'm not ugly, but I'm no Denzel myself. LOL. Well, you don't say. I'm a
4: thick, stocky Uh, football
2: (laughs) build, teddy bear type. No, you're not. You, you you look like you've been eating Zaxby's for the the entire life. (laughs) Regional, (laughs) regional humor. Zaxby. Uh. If uh, okay. I'm a thick bower. I want a serious, real grown-ass woman who does not want to wait this out alone. I have some drinks. And we can watch some movies, at least until the power goes out. LOL and just vibe.
3: And then you will be murdered! Like what the fuck? <laughs> if you're serious and I do
2: mean serious, hit me up and put hurrican- put in the subject line Hurricane Pussy, and I do not want to see pics in the first response. To be considered as real as I am. This is Jesus not an invitation Christ. for any men. Flattered, but that's just not for me. And here's my no. fucking big big ram horn dick. I'm oh,
3: nice. On <laughs> against my weird bed that I do own. Yeah, but I do own, by the way. Um, um I like I like collecting heuristics. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I like uh, yeah. I like just kind of grabbing those little points of wisdom that are, like, a little folksy, but they work. God, I love them. Here's a heuristic for you. Don't meet strangers during natural disasters. Just don't do it. <laughs> like, if there's a natural disaster, don't meet anyone. Problem solved. So many of your problems go away. Oh, yeah. Like, you gotta assume... I mean, how many... I, I used to know this, weirdly. I used to know how many active, like serial killers the fbi like anticipated there'd be at any given moment um but then you got to assume it's like a 2 to 1 ratio for florida right sure. like because i mean there's not like there's there's not two serial killers both working montana <laughs> so uh let's see killers are there <laughs> let's see what google has for me um so yeah, you got to assume there's probably three active serial killers in uh, in Florida and then you also have like all these other fucking whack jobs who want to trot out the one man show. So <laughs> the one man show, yes. You have to assume that when half of the state of Florida is like underwater. effectively underwater mm-hmm. and police aren't even picking up the phones, these motherfuckers must have had a field day. There must have been so many people murdered during this fucking, uh, during this storm. The Gilgo Beach. It's just totally Gilgo Beach. Yeah, like Gilgo Beach, he got a little old. He retired to Florida. He wanted to start a new life. But then that fucking Uh, hurricane came through and heard that fucking, he he had that that itch. And before you know it, he's killed 10 people. Much
2: like our man, the the weather got him feeling some kind of way. Which I love.
3: 25 to 50 active serial killers. So that was about right.
2: (laughs) Really? Wow i love to, uh, I'd love to watch nine hours of that fucking, u- that on YouTube, which I definitely will later. <laughs> so all I've been doing lately is watching serial killer videos on YouTube. And, um, what is a serial killer video? It's like, uh, you know, like, not like, not like serial killers make the videos. It's like, you know, like, uh, Richard Kuklinski, that kind of thing.
3: Ah, uh, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you should try uh, try get on that deep web and get in the red rooms. So that'll be uh, mm, that'll be where we finally fucking part ways. Nah, where, uh, you go away for a while and you come back and have to sleep on my couch, which I own, by the way. Uh,
2: good. I'm glad you. <laughs> which I own, by the way. I hope that becomes a trope of ours. Which I own, by the way. Thank you very much for assuming <laughs> that I don't own anything. But I would just like to inform you that I do
3: own all of my things. Um, <laughs> Did Christ. you know there's a Mexicali Ripper?
2: No. Tell me all about it.
3: It says 44 victims suspected. Is it just like a is it Ah, but this is this list also lists the smiley face killer, which is clearly not a real thing. No, so, all right. No, this... And then there's also my favorite serial killer that doesn't exist, the uh, the highway killer yes. in uh, in Canada. They might.
2: Um, we've got I a... think
3: I think that's one of those situations where you just you got guys just trotting out the one on uh, the one man show. Because I don't think like when you're a serial killer, I I, I feel like killing people is, is is kind of like experimenting with homosexuality in college. You know, like some people do it once and they get out of their system and then some people are like, no, nah, I'm into this. This is what I'm about. And so you have those like you can't kill people in college necessarily so you have people who are like oh there's this whole highway where i could just pick up an indigenous person and fucking strangle her with a shoelace and no one will know so i could i could try that thing that i've been thinking about strangle a first up, nations know, woman up at night you know when i can't sleep and i think about like murdering my wife that's bad look so maybe i'll just i'll take a little vacation um so yeah that's i i, I kind of feel like there's pl- there's probably hella serial killers running around there's probably hella like one or two fucking like i just i just hit the homeless person with my car just kept going i got away with it and that was neat hella those people walking around
2: you know what we haven't done in a while is uh who's the saddest person on your timeline
3: Oh, and shit, I, would, I don't really have a timeline anymore, yeah, but so let
2: Yeah, you don't really have a timeline, so I, I thought that I would perk up. I uh, Keeping in the theme of that the hurricane brings out the worst in people, I'm just going to read this ass straight out, and then we can comment after. Okay. okay, Facebook peeperinos, I may be a bit AWOL for more than I normally am, if that is possible, but on Sunday our water heater blew and leaked water into the basement. We've been dealing with a massive cleanup and removal of many things down there. I think we've gotten good, so much shit. Yeah, I think we've gotten a good taste of what people feel like who've experienced damage from Irma.
3: Seems unlikely to me. <laughs> like, are you still able to sleep in your bed? Which you own, by the uh, way. Yeah, but, uh, I, think, um, I think they
2: are. Uh, no problem. Our first floor looks like a refugee camp.
3: So now you also assume that you know what it's like to live in a refugee camp then? Is that my, is it, can we just use the transitive property to assume that you now know what, uh, what like an internment camp is this like? This is
2: my favorite thing. It gets way worse, and it has another twist. This is a royal mess, and it can be a little while until things get back to normal. I can say that my husband has probably had to rethink a bit about all of the things he owns, as it has affected him the most by far.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> I al- now I know exactly what was in the basement. <laughs> there are no words
2: for what he's been going through. So much banned stuff. There it is. However, we do have a shiny new water heater, and she is a beauty. Hopefully, this will be a blessing in disguise, and he can make the changes that he needs to be done Whoa. in our basement. The cherry on top is that I managed to spray my ankle outside in the dark off the deck stairs. I feel like I am in the Twilight Zone. So not only, let's take, let's take, I love taking tally. Let's tally this. So you uh, sympathize with people uh, going through Irma because you're just like them. and you've, you've had a flood. Because, yeah,
3: you, uh, really a, a hurricane that makes a portion of the U.S. unlivable is much like your water heater fucking springing a leak. That's true.
2: <laughs> you are also uh, telling the world that you know what it's like to live in a refugee camp because some of your husband's band stuff is now in the dining room very good and you put your husband on front street fucking spotlight blast for having interests I think that is the trifecta of doom and I feel sorry for this poor son of a bitch
3: yeah wow and
2: I think um, and I think he actually commented uh, further down he said uh, hold on let me see what he said here hold on I think it's jazz coming in now he said, "It's really not that bad. Just a major inconvenience. Like all, oh, like all pissing. Okay, okay, good. All right, that's good. Little little clarity from the husband. And after, uh, yeah, it's um, people are fucking awesome. <laughs> um, you have to do work. So, what do you want to do?
3: Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. I, I I assumed that was." <laughs> I assume that was the husband telling the wife that you have to do work. So what do you want to
2: do? What do you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to. How long we've been going here? Uh, It's been an hour and six minutes, my friend.
3: Wow, is that right? I, that was all. That was all our bullshit at the beginning.
2: Yeah, um, we've got a couple questions. We can rattle those. Yeah, up. let's
3: knock out a few questions and then we'll we'll go to work. Fucking picking up my <laughs> uh, my music shit. I keep
2: I keep seeing Hurricane Dick. I keep clicking on that tab. Are <laughs> you going to close. Oh, closed it with prejudice. <laughs> close it as fast as possible. Um, all right, here, hold on. We've got a question. Uh... Let's see here, we've got a question. Hmm, I'm on a worker's comp for the third time since May. Each time I'm out for six weeks, I had a hernia surgery that doesn't seem to be healing. It gets re-injured every time I'm cleared to go back to work. I'm in chronic pain and not able to do a whole lot. People are suggesting I get a lawyer. Is it advisable to sue anyone in this situation? My work or the hospital? Also, I work for a grocery store that rhymes with hater moe's. Hmm. I'm not sure that uh, repeatedly fucking hurting yourself at work is grounds for, like, a lawyer thing. Because uh, clearly you're not bending at the knees.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You might need somebody to show you how to lift these boxes of fucking edamame. Yeah, like, you don't have Um, to lift
2: all of the, like, the brown bread with the raisins in them at
3: once. You can, you
2: know, you don't have to lift all of the garlic popcorn I like so much at once.
3: Well... Here's the thing. Every single law firm has the dude who answers the phone, whose only job it is is to tell you whether or not it's worth suing somebody. Yeah. And, like, Free consultation. when you call those guys on the side of a bus, they'll always say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you call a spot that's, like, quasi-reasonable, they'll they'll say no if they don't think they can win the case and it's not worth their time. Or if it's it's not... Not that they can't win the case, but that, it, like, it, it's not worth their time to go through the motions. Like, those fucking side of the bus bottle charge you just to fucking file paperwork. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know, like, call four of those dudes and see what they say. If you get a 75% yes, I'd say that's, uh, that's pretty good.
2: Um, I have, uh, I, should just,
3: I just always say quit your job. You could always quit hater-most. Yeah, quit so, hater-most. Or just, is...
2: you know, there's people who just do register. And you know that they're, they're bad at everything else, so they just do register. So just that, do register.
3: I, I've never met anyone that's really good at register. Actually, no, I met one guy that was real well, good at register. There's people but... they have got,
2: like, a weight belt on. They, like, definitely don't want to be. They have, like, you know, a case of ice cream that's melting. They definitely don't want to be wringing mm-hmm. your ass out. Um, but you should just have people who just do register. Like ShopRite. You know, I don't think it's cute that the guy who's unloading my groceries is also going to check me out. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of integrity there.
3: I got to be honest, though, man. My supermarket is not doing as well as Hater Moe's. No? You know, like, yeah, no, the supermarket that I started is, uh, oh. is not doing as well. Yeah. So they're doing something, right? At least you own it. Yeah, I did pay for it, though, by the way.
2: Uh, here's some, a complimentary post. Uh, for you, just chiming in to say that Andrew actually nailed the Misfits thing square in the head. I know a guy who wound yeah. up singing in Reagan Youth, and it ended with the only living Reagan Youth Ooh, mummy no. saying a bunch of racist shit about the singer dude's girlfriend mixed in with a lot of heavy homophobic language. It's probably still on the Reagan Youth Facebook page. God willing. At one point, none of these bands will exist anymore.
3: Yeah, they, yeah it's weird to think about that yeah there'll be a point where nobody will know what reagan youth was like the last reagan youth mp3 will be deleted or lost or
2: i mean in a long time that. from now but i also that we probably have 10 i I maintain that we probably have 10, 10 good like good years the good life maybe 10 good years left probably so probably longer maybe people will fight for maybe mp3s will become currency who knows
3: that's very possible. Imagine,
2: imagine that. Like, oh man, all of these gray matter MP3s are worth so much all of a sudden. Gray matter. I don't see that happening. Great band. When will white people calm the fuck down? Never.
3: Yeah, I don't like.
2: Not if I have anything to say about it.
3: The. God damn it. The like. When will white people people this and white people that fucking thing? It's possible I'm on Twitter too much like it's, it's okay it's tired it's okay. i'm tired i'm tired. tired of a lot of shit
2: honestly uh, yeah Spent like a tiring fucking tired. like year tired tired a year just tired
3: since the year of being tired
2: yeah it's just <laughs> it's just the year of being tired and uh a lot of nonsense happening and uh yeah that's um i think that's uh we have a lot of bad questions here Wow. Yeah, we're bringing you in behind the scenes here.
3: Um, Was it band questions? Okay.
2: No, I'm just saying we have a lot of bad questions, but here's a good one. Oh, okay. Here's one of our favorite questions, one of our favorite topics to talk about. Can you each give me a list of five movies that are at least over 20 years old that a young buck such as myself should watch? I want to watch some good corny old shit, and I don't know where to start. Uh, all right this type of shit where you're put on the spot
3: well i could yeah i could do i could give you five movies that are at least over 20 years old that you should watch off the top of my head or we could do episode 166 where this is like a legitimate part of it and i have a chance to really go through and scour and have like a narrative i love it Um, let's do it next week so all right, we'll we'll do that shit next week. We'll uh, we'll come prepared. You're gonna have to come with five as well. Yeah, we'll see where we we'll, we'll see where we fucking uh, connect.
2: We can connect and tug each other off like two men about to go exactly. Into
3: we'll see where we fucking uh, where you know where they touch.
2: <laughs> you know it's uh, it's a lot. There's a, there's a big difference. There's a big trench between uh, tugging each other off before battle, and having your penises touch in a way that you
3: want them to. <laughs> it's it's been fucking uh it's been manipulated yeah. as such. It's like
2: look, dude, I know this is what this is like a ritual before battle, but there's no like a, like that's it. You know.
3: That's what we <laughs> talk about it. But if you joined a platoon like you were the you were the fucking like <laughs> the rookie the fucking uh, yeah, but like you were the hard case Oh, that got transferred to the like fucking they, new platoon. You get there and you walk in, and everyone's just fucking like rubbing helmets. You're like, "What is happening?" And it's it's that's the the, th- the team ritual yeah. before you go out to to kill.
2: Yeah, it's like we use you know, and like it's totally fine. Against all odds, you're in, in a marine unit that has to be the first on the beach, and everybody's using different kinds of lubes and everything's like very exotic Mm -hmm. and like, oh, hold on, oh, oh." like people are edging each other and shit. It's like, oh, we got this down to a science. Some guys are downhill skiing, you know, it's like an uneven number. Like the platoon's like seven guys. So like somebody has to downhill ski. Totally. And you're like, whoa I didn't sign on for this.
3: I just came here to kill like Iraqi civilians.
2: I came here here to orphan children. (laughs) I came here to shoot a a farmer uh, for no reason shoot a farmer's cow i came here to shoot a dog uh i came here to blow up a building for no good reason other than to watch it fall uh, i came here to rough up a reporter uh, i came here to all right fine i came here to get tugged off because i heard it's the fucking slickest action you can it's, get it's
3: <laughs> in the hottest platoon uh, i
2: can't i can't tell a lie i was sworn to fucking i swore an oath to the core uh, fine. Here's
3: my next question, though. What if instead you're a drone pilot and you go to that spot in Virginia and you walk in and everyone's just <laughs> fucking tugging each other off? It's like, what is happening here? Uh, how do you oh, we even... only need one hand to fly the drone. It's, it's hand, fine. It's like, yeah, I, just, I blew up like a fucking a convoy of, uh, of cars in Turkey yeah. Like, yeah. as I was getting one fucking robbed. Yeah. It was wild. I
2: slipped and the missile instead hit an orphanage.
3: Yeah. But you know whoops. but how am I supposed
2: to put that on my whoops report that never gets filed.
3: Yeah, like you don't know the kind of stress we're
2: I under. Here. A lot of stress and listen, it's not uh it's not easy to you know, do this. So like uh, if you're not tugging me off or going on an Arby's run, get the fuck out of my face. Basically. I have I have, I have drones to pilot. <clears throat> I'm not afraid of it, I'm not ashamed of it. If you ask me at a bar I'll tell you. Okay. I won't tell you about the tugging off, but anything else, is fine.
3: I might after a few. After a couple core lights, whatever. And like it, there'll be like a really long, like kind of pregnant pause after I tell you, like. So this.
2: you know how I get through all the stress of being a drone pilot? Yeah are asking me about it because they're like oh buy this man a fucking beer yeah you're doing fucking God's work dude like all the bros are like yeah dude you know fucking I can't believe it dude so it's like video game oh it's way more like it's way more than just a video game like I know that when I you know shoot that missile even though I'm so far away it's like I'm right there and that's why I get so stressed out you know how I relieve my stress someone comes in the room and tugs me off
3: yeah <laughs> a man I have uh, Terry Johnson, who's uh, his 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 job is fucking patrolling the southern caucuses. Yes, Um, and wearing them. There's not a whole lot going on there, so he fucking tugs my fucking tugs my taffy (laughs) for uh, for a while.
2: (laughs) He tugs my taffy, and you know what? I'm okay with it, guys. You know, so cheers. You know, let's let's have some more beers. Who's who's buying? What the
4: fuck?
2: what <laughs> all fucked up and weird about it like oh god our, what's happened to our nation's military all these quietly leave with all these questions scratching their head anyway <sighs> yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> i liked i really want to develop the because uh, i love like that we start we'll just say you know something like that i love it i love it you know we're gonna keep doing this forever. Just because we do that all the time,
3: yeah, more or less. I love it.
2: Yeah, military—they tug each other off all the time, especially before battle. Constantly, there's—it's
3: how you shoot straight. I love no pun intended. Oh, yeah, uh,
2: how far they have a They have a game called How Far. I don't have to explain <laughs> it. But the thing is, whoever shoots the farthest has to go into the the uh, underground bunker first. Oh, so wow. everybody's like eating Jesus. like a lot of fatty food and like trying to like you know become a dribbler, you know.
3: Not gonna work. It's fucking. Uh, we got somebody asking for a sports corner, but I think football was so fucking frustrating <laughs> for both of us this week that uh, we should just hold that off until next oh,
2: week. Oh, there's a picture. Uh, there's a picture uh, someone posted of Russell Wilson being chased by four Packers linemen with with three. No, no, being chased by three Packers linemen with four Seahawks offensive linemen chasing them. And then Russell Wilson running for his fucking
3: life 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage. The worst part about that was so um my girl's grandfather's in town. Mm. Ugh, Jesus. My girl's grandmother's in town. And uh so we're like at our mother's house and they're like cooking and doing whatnot. Nobody gives a fuck about watching football but me, so I'm like weirdly occupying the living room. And I should maybe not be there. You know, like, just one of those things, like, I I could tell that it was, like, kind of disrupting the whole thing. But it's the first fucking week of football. I'm not going to not watch. So I went through a a moderate amount of, like, uncomfortable nonsense to watch that Seahawks game. And I just watched, like, a fucking flaccid offense for three hours. (laughs) Then we left... And we got home, and we're like, "Oh, let's you know, we'll go, we'll go step out somewhere and, uh, and 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 watch the game." And We go and we sit down, and then I just continue to watch a flaccid offense for another three hours, like it was like the game was seven and a half hours long. Yeah, the worst. It was it was so frustrating. It was unbelievable. So uh, no sports corner this week. Fuck you. We'll uh, pick it up, pick it up next week. <laughs>
2: Hopefully, I, if we don't beat the Niners at home. <clears throat>
3: I'm, Ooh, that's, that's a dark scene. I'll,
2: I'll jump off a building. <laughs> <laughs> I will.
3: Are you familiar with uh, who Frank Vincent is? Uh, sounds familiar to me. He played... Uh, is this the dude who fucking just died? played Phil
2: Leotardo on uh, Sopranos, and he's yep.
3: now dead. He also died. played the voice of the mob boss in Grand Theft Auto 3. He also played... Uh, get your
2: shine box, yep. Goodfellas. Why don't you get your fucking shine box? The casting See, also casting the ship for a million fucking mongos who say that shit all the time and think they're in the mafia. I Love it.
3: Uh, he also uh played with uh, Patrolman's dick outside of Saigon <laughs> in, uh, in Vietnam. <laughs>
2: My god military policemen they've, they've fucking taken an oath he's like hey you get over here with your shine box <laughs> hey, don't give me no shit you know what we do before battle oh sir sorry. I, I outrank you that's right you say sir
0: <laughs> but,
2: oh yeah, well, I mean alright uh, I'm not going into battle but, you know, so does that mean I have to yeah whip it out this is a two way street We'll go both ways, you know what I mean. Uh, then they jerk each other off wordlessly, looking into each other's eyes.
3: Yeah, just like a little annoyed with each other. Yeah, like, oh, oh you're taking too it. long.
2: Jesus, culture.
3: Wait, you're, you're taking too long. Well, mad.
2: He already came <laughs> over it.
3: You know, <laughs> taking too long. That's that's the code, though. Like you know, no man left behind. Yeah. Well, of course I'm taking
2: too long. You're a guy, and I like women. Uh, And we're in the middle of, you know, a godforsaken country, Vietnam, where there's nothing to do here but drink beer and jerk each other off, according to the movies. And Michael J. Fox is around here somewhere. We'll find him. Yeah. And, you know, but it's weird because I like the men coming back uh, from Vietnam yeah, some of them had flashbacks.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, some of them would hear the sound of like dog tags together, <laughs> and immediately get hard in inopportune ways. Uh. <laughs> like,
3: oh Jesus Christ, I remember.
2: <laughs> so, Dad, Dad, so I know we've never talked.
3: Sound of a, a heavy utility belt <laughs> hitting the ground.
2: <laughs> sound of a, somebody unbuttoning their pants. Uh, 17 buttons, 13 buttons for 13 colonies. That's what they always say. man, um, <laughs> Dad. so I know we've never talked about Vietnam, but I, uh, I just want to know, like, what was it like over there? Cause, um, God, you know, I couldn't imagine being in combat, you know, I mean, the things you've seen, I, I we, I know you only have so, we only have so much time left together. I just want to know, um. What was like the hardest thing? Uh, the hardest thing you ever had to handle over there.
3: Oh, 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 oh!
2: oh. <laughs> hardest thing I ever had to handle. <clears throat> well, I had a bunk mate who was guy used to get really hard. Oh, well, what do you mean? What? what? Yeah, we used to tug each other off before battle. Didn't you ever hear about that? And they teach that in school. Yeah. Uh,
3: the liberal war in education. They uh, yeah. they edit uh, this part out. They edited that
2: part out. It was the hardest part of the war, because sometimes you weren't in the mood for it, and sometimes you were ready for it, and no one was awake. It was never. It was an uneasy peace. You know, it was never. I uh, never. Nothing was ever perfect over there. That was what I hated the most about it. Yeah, it's a very uneasy time in my life. I'm gonna die now. Yeah.
3: I, I always these thought... Are my, these are my final words to you, son. Yeah, you know, uh,
2: <laughs> my final on my deathbed, Staten Island Memorial Hospital. Uh, Take care of your girlfriend. Oh, wait, you guys broke up. Never mind. Uh, uh, someone offers you a talk job. Just take it. Just take it. Because you never know when you're going to come again.
3: Uh, like i said he's gone great
2: death scene huh and scene the end of it when someone offers you a (laughs) he doesn't sound very sick oh when someone offers you a tug job take it because you'll never know when you'll ever come again oh that's much better right and scene thank you
3: Perfectly executed. Thank you.
0: What episode is this? This is
2: 165?
3: episode 165. Cool. All right. Well, this has been episode 165, I think. Do I have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug? I
2: sure do. RhetoricCoffee.com. RhetoricCoffee.com. You've got coffee on your on the way to you, Andrew. This Ooh, is sick. like coffee. It's cool. Netflix. Like Remember Netflix would send you DVDs? But this is what they do for coffee subscriptions. Get a unique batch of coffee delivered to your door every two weeks, and uh, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to go wait in line at the coffee grinder at the A.M.P. Forget it. A unique batch every two weeks, hand-screened bags. You'll feel very special, and the coffee is actually pretty good. It's uh, it's you know, it's like light, medium, and dark all at once delicious okay it's good um <laughs> and that is our unpaid plug that they're All so right. well, damn uh, darn nice to us that we just uh really,
3: you know they're just nice so i'm gonna put that shit through the arrow press when it gets here yeah
2: they, they gave me your address it's uh they said it's complex hand-roasted mind-blowing coffee delivered every two weeks mm-hmm. so subscribe at rhetoriccoffee.com that's rhetoriccoffee.com
3: it's funny we uh, we got this shitty coffee machine at uh, the Chalk Factory. Really bad, worse than I could have expected. Keurig. Uh No, no, it was the one I was talking about last week oh. with Pete's coffee in it. Like fucking awful, <laughs> yeah. so bad. Like they tried to do something nicer uh, than a Keurig, and it ended up like blowing up. In oh, it's face. It, they probably spent thousands of dollars on yeah, this. It's like a robot like, barista, but it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Now everyone else is is into it. It's like Ooh, coffee. everyone is just totally chill with it. But I happen to know that there are at least two people in an office that have secret AeroPresses hidden in their desk. What? So we are the resistance. So that's what's going on. Is that we are uh, we're kind of an underground movement so to speak. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to try to AeroPress that, I love that shit. I love it. I love it.
2: Let me AeroPress that shit. Thank you. And then do you tug each other off?
3: And then we tug each other ah, out. Yeah, you know, what? this uh, is probably the, super the
2: longest we've we've gone uh, on one of our inside jokes.
3: I love it. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> fucking working blue. I love it. Let's work blue. People, more people should work blue. Yeah, that's what I say. All
3: right, this is one sixty-five. I have something in my eye. I've got to go and yell at a bunch of people. And it's ten o'clock at night. So that's my life. All right. What's your life like? Um, All right. Uh, We'll see you guys next week, maybe. Yeah, we'll get Give we're, take we're gonna, or something, gonna other, something like that. Get on the schedule again. We gotta do it. All right, I like that we're doing this like this whispering thing. It's probably probably not gonna work. Probably not gonna read right. VC, so right at the gates. This is our last. Give movie. it a good. Let me All work. right, fuck. Belt to the floor, gentlemen. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone. Let